Hello, hello, hello. Sammy here from the Gateway team. Just a little bit of housekeeping before we start. I just want to say thank you so much to all the fans of the show who've been with us since the start and welcome to anyone who is newly joining us. We appreciate so much of the love and support that we've received from all of you over the last few seasons. And we'd especially like to thank our patrons who have been kind enough to help us with the podcast. And if you'd like to become a patron of our show, you can head over to www.com patreon.com forward slash gateway to anime. Every little bit helps and it means the absolute world to us. So thank you to all of you who have done and thank you to all of you for listening to the show. If you'd like to get any news of the podcast, you can head over to www.gatewaytoanime.com. And if you want to find us on any social media platform, you can just search gateway to anime and you will find us. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gateway to Anime Season 4. Now, this is a very exciting time because this is the first time we've ever been filmed whilst talking shit about anime. It's a very exciting time. It is. For all of us, really. I'm I'm intrigued. And look, it's been a while since I've seen y'all because obviously middle of Season 3, just like in Season 1, we had to flee to our respective houses (laughs) under lockdown from the dreaded coronavirus, and now we're back. We are back in the studio, and it's a very exciting time, and we're being filmed. You can see what we look like. It's a whole thing. Whole thing. Sam can see how extra he is <laughs> in real life. In real life. He'll be able to be like, oh, like, oh right. Wow, yep. kind of intense. Okay. <laughs> Some, a couple of people have told me that in my time. Uh, <laughs> no, it's good to be back. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, yeah, we're starting to do camera stuff, which is exciting. And it is. you know, it's for trial and error, so... Bear with us. Hopefully it's smooth sailing, but you know how these things go. So. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Don't at Should us. I say that? No. <laughs> say what you want. I'm like, hi, exciting, but let me just undercut it for every <laughs> Let me just say the worst case scenario. <laughs> nah. Hi, I'm Charlie. No, nah, we're rocking. We're rocking, <laughs> y'all. It's all good. Graham, hi, man. Good. I wasn't sure if I had to wait to be introduced or I just join in with the banter. Get in with the bants, man. I also really wish I brought my mug. <laughs> yes, uh, you're yeah. mugless. My, my sweet gateway anime mug. Man, it's, it's, it's Why do you even bother coming? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't have the mug. Like. Should I just leave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say. Fuck out, bro. Can we keep the cameras rolling? Yeah. Get my mug? <laughs> and then there's the issue of what to do with my hands. Am I looking uh, at Sam and Charlie? Am I watching one of these cameras? Hey, look, it's a whole thing. It's a brand new thing. But I mean, let us I'm jump in. I'm the only one who's not a trained actor as well. <laughs> So. You're going to probably come across the best though. That's what's funny. Absolutely. Like trained actors would be like, hi, welcome to get like so annoying. <laughs> and I'm like, did. wow. Yeah, literally a case in point. Well, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Gateway to welcome to Gateway. <laughs> All right, Sam, what are we talking about today? All right. Well, this first episode is going to be the fall 2021 anime season roundup. So we do this a whole bunch of times. This is now our third or fourth maybe of these kind of roundups. I think it's our third. I think it's our third. So, yes. So, basically, we're just going to talk about the new anime season. It's currently at the time of recording this podcast. It is three weeks old. By the time it comes out, probably four weeks old. So, about a third of the way through. So, we just want to tell you what we're watching, what we have watched, what you might want to watch, what we're liking, what you might like. And then you can pick and choose from the litany of shows because, my God. There are a lot of shows, a lot of shows. And this is a much better season. The last one we did was the summer season. And let me tell you, as we said at the time, not a good season. 
Not a good time. It was a good time for me to pick up a whole bunch of shows. I mean, I finally finished Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Oh, By the way, to... top three anime of all time okay. for me. FYI, I, if you listen to the sci-fi episode, I talked about it at length. And let me tell you, I watched the whole thing, all 110 episodes, and I loved every fucking second of it. Watch it if you haven't. It's awesome. You all should watch it too. You know what? We're just not going to watch it because you done stopped talking about it. <laughs> Honestly, I was you know, just thinking we should have I'm started. like an anti-vaxxer right now. But for Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Anti-legends. Anti-legends. I'm anti-legends. I don't believe your propaganda. I can't. You're being paid by big legends. Big legends. <laughs> I was honestly going to say I regret not starting a drinking game with Graham about oh, all this shit. Like, you know, when Sam mentions Legends of Galactic Hero, take a drink. Like, yes. you know, you could, you'd probably be drunk by the end of the oh, first Oh, you'd be in A&E. Up, so don't, don't worry. First episode, you'd be in A&E. Yeah. Like, <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the fall season. I'm going to start with a show, terribly titled, called Tact Op Destiny. That's right. It's T-A-K-T, full stop, O-P, space, Destiny. Now, that sounds real dumb. Mm. And yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, it's us. As dumb as Legends of the Galactic. Galactic. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Ridiculous call. Anyway. We all know this. Actually, before we get into this, though, I'm intrigued that you think that this season is better than the last. Oh, yeah. Is it? Last season was poor. Last yeah, season was is very this one poor. Better? I don't think this one is much better. Yeah. It's, look, what it's, if, well, listen to what you've watched. What, unfortunately, classic, again, I called Sam. I was like, what do you want me to watch? He's like, I'm giving myself the award-winning series. Yeah. <laughs> and you could watch this ridiculous thing. And I'll kind of like take a pattern here. So I'm actually intrigued to see what hmm. you watch and excited to put that on my watch list because what I watched was not that good. Mine has, has possibilities. Yeah. These shows could be good. But right now, we'll get into it, but we will. Yeah. Look, I just want to flag that before we start talking. Yeah, about I think you're right. It's, it's, I'm not trying to say it's it's a winter 2020 style season. It's not. Yeah, no question. Yeah, you know that was OP. It was that too was much. A, that that broke. That it was actually too. Everything. I was actually yeah. like annoying. There were too many things to watch. It yeah. was crazy. You know, Escape the Infinity alone worth the watch. Oh, God. <laughs> let alone Attack looking... on Titan. Let alone everything else. Yeah. It was a whole time. Now let's talk about Tact of Destiny. So it's called this because the lead character is called Tact. And the second character is called Destiny, and I believe the OP stands for Opus. This is a mixed media project about classical music produced by Bandai Namco Arts and Dana. There is a mobile game currently in development, uh, releasing soon. And the anime is actually a co-production between Mappa and Madhouse. Now, this is what's very interesting about this project. So at the time of this podcast, as I said, three episodes have been released. Well, actually, no, only two for this show. And the first show is done by Madhouse. First episode, done by Madhouse. Second episode, done by Mappa. And it's been, (laughs) as you can imagine with anime fans, it's been a whole thing. I think it's a great, this is very rare that a show gets a dual production house. Yeah, has that really happened? Not really. Other than like an anthology series. It's like one, it's confusing. It's one full, is it the same director the whole way through? There is the same director. Yeah, it's interesting. I actually don't know why they did that. I mean, Well, and it's also interesting because if you have listened to our season three episode, How an Anime is Made and the Large Anime Production Houses, you will know that Mariyama, who was one of the founders of Madhouse, obviously founded MapUp and has now left and has Studio MZ or MZ, depending on where you're from. But- (laughs) <laughs> MZ, MZ. So thanks for being so inclusive there. The Americans got to know that it's cool, you know. That's in his notes. He's like, make sure. Oh, Z- make sure. Z- ZZ. I don't want to offend anybody. He's like, yes. visibility for Z. Like, what? Like, <laughs> More representation yes. for Z. That's yeah. what I'm here yeah. for. That's yeah. what I'm here for. Do you say Z or Z? I said Z because I'm Australian. 
I think I said Z and got in trouble at school. See, there you go. That's my point. Right then and there. Justice. <laughs> you know, I'm just questioning everything. <laughs> Who knows? I don't even know what I said. Who knows? Z. Anyway, Mariyama. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. You wouldn't say Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Is America Z? That's true, actually. I guess because it's. Is it because American Z? So your whole system just fell apart. So I don't know. It's too hard. Guys, the episode's canceled. The episode's canceled because we can't figure out if it's Z or Z. Oh, God. I actually genuinely. Like, the whole thing. So I'm trying to give equal representation. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not going to discriminate against Z or Z. You're a man you of know, the people. Like, together. I'm out of the people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. A fence Please. sitter, we call them. <laughs> Weak is what I was yeah. Weak. Right, no. A centralist. You know? <laughs> centrist. Right. That's my thing, you know. Everything's fine as it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> this All is right. fine. <laughs> Let's talk about classical, is okay. it classical music. So, okay. So here's a synopsis, right? Tacked Up Destiny is set in the year 2047 in a reality where music cannot be played freely because of the invasion of an alien monster race called D2s. Now, they <laughs> loathe the sound of human beings, but most of all, they hate music and attack ferociously when they hear it. So these monsters were produced by a black meteorite which fell from the sky years before. So to resist the D2s, sort of magical girls called music arts, who represent a classical music sheet, are led by human conductors to fight back against the monsters. And the story follows one such conductor, Tact, and his music art, Destiny. See? Name. An opus in the middle there. That's where it's all from. Now, she was once actually Tark's childhood friend named Cosette, who died protecting Tark from a D2 attack. So she was then possessed by the music art Destiny, who made a pact with Tark, whose right arm now has the ability to become a powerful weapon, which can transform into a conductor's baton, enabling him to conduct Destiny against the D2s. The two have a fraught and incendiary relationship, and they are joined by Cosette's older sister, well, who was once Cosette's older sister, now Destiny, Anna. And they are journeying by road to take Destiny to the New York Symphonica, who are an organization seemingly hell-bent on destroying the D2s and appear to be creators of the music arts. We're not sure yet. Hasn't got there. And they are going there to get her tuned. And she represents Beethoven's Symphony No. 5. What do I represent? Meatloaf, but I don't know. Some acid-free jazz kind of thing. No composition whatsoever. Some jazz flute or something. Just improvise, just improvise. It's going well. Australian hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's I loved it. it. <laughs> um, so Sorry, this has been very interesting. That's so, a batshit it's, synopsis. And because you said it with such integrity, but I'm like, oh man, I'm work. sorry, Luna- lunacy, lunacy. Look, I'm, like, I'm here for it. I love it. I, lo- I I'm kind of like this could only work in an anime medium. So 100%. I'm sold. Hundred percent. And also the two studios. So this best. is where there's a bit of controversy because anime fans cannot be happy. It's just not we're not allowed to be right because That's if you go true. you go on Twitter you go on Reddit. So after the second episode, the first episode, the reason the show works is because it's batshit crazy. I mean that's the dumbest fucking synopsis. One of, one of I've read a lot of dumb synopsis on this show. Oh, I'm gonna in out, anime. I'm gonna outdo uh, you. Know you are definitely gonna outdo me. But this is dumb, <laughs> right now, and it's also because it's a mobile game. It's about to be a mobile game. So fucking crazy JRPG fucking lunacy it's story. A gacha right? game type. Probably. Yeah, 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 totally. Like, so that's where it's at now. What is amazing about the first episode is the Madhouse directed episode or produced episode looked a million bucks. I'm talking mm. like it was Sakuga, Sakuga, Sakuga. Like the fights were just like, whoa, it was insane. And then the second episode, though, by virtue, was more of a character study. It pulled it back. It mm. gave us the backstory of Kazette and what happened, which I've spoiled, yeah. but don't worry about it. 
Normie. Is she an orphan in the Russian Revolution? I'm oh, sorry, the French Revolution. <laughs> no, it's not Lame Is. It's not Lame Is. No, 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 not Damn this time. It. I referenced that in the in the YouTube video, but not not in this one. No, Lame Is in this. That's one. Gonna say, we, need to, yeah. we have a reference Lame Is at all this entire. I know podcast. it's a disaster. Really know, like, <laughs> it's a real know, problem sorry, on the Devil Port front. We need yeah. to, we've, Disappointed laugh out of Mum's done with this show. <laughs> Pull it out of the Patreon. <laughs> We're done. We're over. We're destitute. No, but so what happened was the second episode was much less of an action piece and much more of a character study. But there is no question that the animation was a step down. Now, because Mappa, and if you've, again, listened to that episode, we talked about Mappa are famous for taking on too much work. And they also actually outsourced a lot of the episode to Studio Voln, episode two. Now, there was a big step down in animation. That's true. That's true. It absolutely was. But it, was, it wasn't a massive action-packed episode. It was mm. a fucking character episode. And my God, my God, did Twitter and Reddit let them have it. There were people putting... You know, there's, there's a shot of Destiny's eyes, episode one, episode two, and someone had put like a split screen and been like, look at the difference. Oh, look at the God. difference between the animation. It's disgraceful. I was just like, this is cool. It's cool that two studios are trying to do the same show, especially yeah, one with such a history, yeah. right? And it's like, why can't you just wait? It's it's two episodes. It's two mm. episodes. Calm the fuck down. I, look, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I'm okay. Not- yeah. Flashes to me posting on Reddit. They're like, no, it's not me. No, I, I'm very much anti-critiquing animation studios for lack of quality when they're obviously overworked and underpaid. Yeah. Very much anti it. And, like, it's obviously still amazingly good quality. Like, mm. it's not going to be bad. Still good. But I do wonder about, like, unless you're doing an anthology, I, I wonder about for a whole series, isn't it better to keep things kind of in, like, one coherent thing? Like, I, sure. I also haven't watched a show. So I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, in my head, I mm. wonder if that is actually a cool thing. Unless they're taking it and taking making it so drastically different every episode. Like, it, no, if you let you go, Star like, Wars, a no. completely different style, a different no. genre with a different team, Look, like, why are you doing it? Is because yeah. they someone they overcommitted and they both had to share the load? Is that Well, it? this is a good question. Look, honestly, no, I'm, I'm not, no, it's a fair question because the criticism not, isn't necessarily – People are pitting the them against not- each other. They're not – Taking it in a celebratory way. Yeah. Well, They're like, who's better? If it's not like, yeah, it's well, weird. I don't know if it's, yeah, it feels like it's, it's, it's a weird move. It's a weird move. This hasn't happened before as far as I'm aware. Yeah, Maybe it, just, it has. It just seems but odd from a new It is odd. And look, there is a gap in, in the animation quality. So it is interesting. But I just feel it's like, let's let's just wait and fucking see. Oh, yeah. You know no, what I mean? Like, and it's just like, it. why? There's a great thing recently. You know, we talked about this in depth on, on the previous episode last season. Since then, an interview came out with one of the animators at JC Staff who did One Punch Man season two and tend to do a lot of the pickup work for a lot of studios, right? And it was very interesting because um, anyone who's had a, had a cursory education in Japanese history or even just looked into it knows they like to do things their way, right? And so you've got all these Westerners freaking out about the difference between Mappa and fucking Madhouse and being like, oh my God, look at the eye. Look at the animation of the eyes. It's disgraceful. And Brett actually brought it up in season one when we're talking to him because, you know, obviously now- God, more- how's Brett? Who knows? <laughs> Who? Who? Who's Brett? We, miss, we miss you, Brett. We Please do, Brett. Come Enjoy back. WA. He's, he's actually, having a good time. He's having a, he's he should have got a stand up like one of those cardboard yeah, things. Yeah, <laughs> like Brett. <laughs> love you, Brett. Love you. But no, he asked a really good question because it was something I brought up back then, which is that over 50% of all revenue and even ratings comes from outside of Japan now for anime, which is a huge deal. And he even asked us, he's like, do you think that will change the way they make anime? Do you think they'll start tailoring it more to a Western audience, which is an interesting question. Now, like I say, do a little bit of research in Japan. No, they don't really care what other people think. And this interview with this animator, he was just like, we don't give a fuck what the West think about any of our work. We don't care. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> it's like, fair enough. 
Like, fucking fair enough, man. Fair enough. Like, like, you know, no question. So, look. I very much guess that this medium were watching it. 100%. Like, you've got it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So 100%. I, I, look, the criticism isn't invalid. It's, it's a, it, This is definitely a new thing that's being tried by the anime industry, clearly. I guess sharing the load for a show. Maybe it'll fail. And yes, there was a step down in episode two. But let's just give it a second. And also... I don't fucking care. And get off Twitter and stop yelling at them. And don't send death threats for fuck's sake. People are sending death threats? Not on this one, but you know, also because Mappa, <laughs> in the time of recording this podcast, Mappa also released the trailer for they did, yeah. season four, part two of oh, Attack on I Titan. It. And again, people, people in arms. People up in arms about it. You know, all oh, the animation's not as good as wit. And what the fuck are they ruined Attack on Titan? Don't worry, Attack on Titan ruins itself. But it's just one of those things that it's like, first, it's just like, come on, <laughs> guys. Attack on Titan ruins itself. It's like the ending. Anyway, I'm not going to spoil it. I had an interesting conversation with my friend who I have to call out who says that the movies are better than the animated show. <laughs> What, That's the live it. action? Yeah. Hold on, what? He's a crazy person. No, that is a crazy... That no, is a, that's a, That is madness. That's, madness. A, that's anti-vax madness. level madness. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. That, that is man. like you... There's no argument. Like, <laughs> I couldn't argue. So I was just like... <laughs> but the worst thing is that when you realise that the reality is that people are allowed their opinion, you're yes, kind of like, yeah, God damn it. Absolutely. Hate, ah. He's wrong. Like, he's 100% yeah, no, wrong. That's, that's bad. Actually, he's not allowed his opinion. No. no. Why <laughs> Some opinions are just wrong. But, you know, anyway... That's the worst He's the type of guy who's like... I'm not watching Squid Games. I'm not watching it. It's too popular. I'm like, eh. oh, man, come on. That means it's good. No, it just means yeah, he's a he's, okay. There's, wow. there's a lot of people like that's that. That's like contrarian, like just trying to trying to rock the boat at this point. You know who you are. You're too cool. <laughs> Whoever that is, you know. I'm, let's anyway, I'm moving along, but that's tap on listening. It's a lot of fun. Uh, looks great. Madhouse are about to do the third episode. I'm sure it's gonna look real good. And then people are like, we knew it, but check it out. It's real fun. It's crazy. And as you said, only what anime can do this kind of crazy shit. And so far, it's a lot of fun. Enjoy. Charlotte, what do you got? All right. So I'm going to talk about one that actually is pretty good. Now I'll talk about one that is insane. But uh, <laughs> first of all, I'm going to talk about one that I've been excited to see adapted, even though I hadn't read the source material. I have since, but that's a whole other thing. It's called Blue Period, which is, yes, Van Gogh. Is it Van Gogh? No, yeah. my God, it's Picasso. That's no, Picasso, Picasso, yeah. God, delete that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. Ah, okay. We're finished. Graham hasn't got a mug. Charlotte's got Van Gogh. No, correct. Her art history is incorrect. <laughs> I actually did study your art history for a hot second. Well, Obviously cl- failed clearly, that. clearly one <laughs> second. Clearly nailed it. <laughs> uh, no, the blue period is very famous. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the show That's is called. Famous enough. No. Uh, blue period is a show, an anime, based on a very popular manga that a lot of people have been talking about for a couple of years, and I've kind of heard about it, and I was interested. So it's on Netflix, which is, as we know, both good and bad. Yeah. Mostly bad for mostly. a couple of reasons. Because one anime that I, just on a side note, have been most looking forward to is Komi-san Can't Communicate. Yes. One I've wanted to watch for years. Like that and that manga has so much hype. I used to oh, go to yeah. the store and like kind of try and read it. And it's in Netflix jail and I can't review it because I refuse to pirate. And it's actually not coming out till October 21st, even though it's already airing in Japan. It's airing. Mm. Most places, but Australia. Yeah, but Australia. It's in Netflix jail, so you should check that out. Apparently, according to all the reviews, it is a really good adaptation. Everyone's loving it, yeah. So that's good. Blue Period, all I say is I started watching it and it hooked me enough that I decided after the first episode that I would go and read the manga because I didn't want to wait for another episode. Mm-hmm. And I read the whole manga in a day. <laughs> like the oh, whole right. thing. Was it 50 and chapters? Yeah, it's about 50 chapters. Yeah, not that long. It's not, yeah, not yeah. crazy. I'm, I actually was overhyping myself. It's actually not that long. 
I'm not that cool. It's not Legend of the Galactic Heroes oh, long. Fucking. Is that even a manga? It's a novel, actually. Novel, oh. novel series. Oh, sorry. So not, a, not a manga. It's a novel series. <laughs> it's a novel series. It's very sophisticated. Literature. That's when you think you can't get any more pretentious. Novels. It's actually on hieroglyphics in the pyramids. It's spoken beat poetry, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, yes, I read the manga and I almost regret doing so because all I have to say is for a show that I really liked on the first episode, after reading the source material, I'm going to be this person. Hey. It's not a great adaptation of a really good source material. Okay. But okay. it's worth a watch anyway because the actual premise of it is really good, quite engaging, and something that is rarely done in anime. The studio was Seven Acres. I know nothing about what they've done. Me neither. Oh, sorry, seven arcs. Seven acres. I can't read. You're having a good session. My own handwriting. <laughs> seven arcs. Uh, I don't know who they do. Sorry. Also don't know them either. Seven acres less so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't started yet. Um, basically, it's about a, I think he's like year 11 student. His name's uh, Yotoro Yaguchi and he is, he's drawn to be like a delinquent. So he's got the classic blonde hair mm. kind of thing, but he's, what I like about him is his story arc is that he's a really hard worker. So he's at the top of his class only because he works really hard. So people are like, must be great being smart. And he gets kind of a bit off that and he's sort of like, no, I just work really hard. So right. he comes from a poorer family, wants to work hard, get better marks to look after people. So he's kind of like breaking a stereotype. But yet he, the f- first scene we see, he's like in a bar with his friends drinking beer, watching a game, underage smoking, full delinquent, but he studies really hard at the top of his class. So he's actually like kind of a cool character in that way. He's already... Kind of doing some breaking of the stereotypes there. like it. Basically, the story starts when he walks into the art room and he sees this giant, beautiful painting that a senior art student, so someone who's in their senior year, has done from the art club. And he's very taken with it. And he says to her, you must be very talented. And she gets quite, she's like, thank you, but actually I worked really hard on this. So you saying that I'm talented actually takes away from my hard work, which is a mirror of what he feels like when people say that he's just a genius. So he's actually like, I'm not, I just work really hard. So I, he kind of like prefers to value hard work than a genius. Classic, classic anime trope. Classic. Yes. But eventually he goes to art class and he actually starts listening to the teacher and they get given an exercise and where they have to draw their favourite landscape setting. And he has this moment where he's walking out of a bar like drunk and he sees Shibuya, I think it is, or Shinjuku mm. is one of the main, I think it's Shibuya. And he sees it always like, isn't the colour kind of blue? And his friends are just like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Like, we're just here to watch sport. Like, and then he draws this for class, like a beautiful landscape where he like mixes colours together. And you can see him like going into his mind and seeing this, the scape and like, it's like really beautiful. And then he draws something he's proud of. And then he wants to learn more about it and decides that he wants to get into drawing and be an artist. He's not very good at it. But because he realizes it's something you can work on, the whole series is then him trying to get into the Tokyo University of the Arts, which is like the hardest thing to get into because he's not rich. He can't go to a rich school. He has to go somewhere that is a public place. It's the hardest one to get into. So then it just kind of follows him trying to get through the exam, that kind of thing. But what I really loved about this series, so Sam and I are from a family that have literally zero visual arts creativity. Like Zero. I'm talking stick figures. Like oh, I'm talking like I, I like, stick figure, literally can't do anything. I play Pictionary and it's like the most embarrassing. I like And we've got a drawer over here. Yeah, we've got a literal drawer. <laughs> a literal drawer. So you should watch this as a drawer. <laughs> oh, you might understand it's it. It's definitely one I want to watch. But it's really good. Mm, that, read it. Actually. I will probably actually just give the manga a go. Yeah, no, honestly you should because there's pacing issues. I'll get into that. But what I really loved about it is that they really discuss the skill that mm. he has to learn to do all this. And they go into extreme detail like, 
animes do. Of course. And it's like, you know, things like uh, depth perception or like when you have to just draw the same oh. object over and over and mm. he has to like yeah. do the same thing. Okay. And then it gets into after he's like perfected like doing that, it's kind of like what makes a good artist. Are you just good at recreating? Right, Are you right, kind right, of right. like, it's hard for me to actually talk about because I can't, in my head, I've, I've blended the manga and the anime. So okay. the first episode though, he does get into the art club and he draws with people and everything. But I do think that to me, suddenly realizing that it's a skill that you can learn. I've always viewed it as literal sorcery. When people draw, I'm like, I thought they were magical. Like, mm. I, I mean that. Mm. Until, no, I literally I until you. I watched this, I was like, oh. Yeah. And this show is really good at breaking it down. I recommend watching it. It's like, it's on Netflix, so it's easy to watch if you already have a Netflix yep. thing. Yep. Not a, a Netflix show. No, it's coming out weekly, though. Yes, and I think yes. they're a couple of weeks behind Japan. Yes, mostly, But yeah. it's still not that bad. Like, there's three episodes out. But I'll say after reading the manga in one day, which I love, going back and watching this show, there are just some pacing issues. Like I'm worried they're going to rush it because it is a slow burn when you read it. Like Mm. you'll spend chapters drawing a line, you know, but it's really satisfying. It's a classic kind of slow burn, creative, hardworking versus genius. It's obviously like characters that introduce it are considered like genius characters. And yeah, it's a really, it's a really good premise and it's got a lot of hype behind it. And I think it would be quite palatable for people to watch who are not even that into anime because it's Mm. about drawing, it's about art. So yeah, I recommend Blue Period if you are into that kind of thing. There you go. Right. Mm-hmm. Graham, what do you got? I'm going to start off with the uh, trash anime roundup corner. Oh. Because <laughs> oh, that's what I do. <laughs> so I'm going to get my worst one. Well, not even my worst one, but just the- This isn't even the worst. <laughs> no, the, the other two I've got, I think, will be good. Okay. But this one, I just, I couldn't even get the second episode. I fell asleep. The first one, I- It's a dud. It's, it's um, anyway, I'll tell you people what it is. It's- uh, Love, love alternative. Yeah. I'll give you the synopsis, which is on my, my iPhone over here. So basically there's an invasion of an extraterrestrial life form called the betas. They begin a war that has driven mankind to the brink of extinction. In an attempt to counter the betas overwhelming strength and numbers, mankind has developed a humanoid weapons known as TSFs, deploying them on the front lines against these beta alien things. That's it. That's it. Wow, it's like bingo for generic mecha shonen. It is. It is. Like. <laughs> so the first episode, you're in a walled fort, yeah. sea fort. So, and then there's an invasion of these really bad CGI aliens. And it's just so heavily influenced by uh, Attack on Titan. Okay. So they're attacking the wall. There's people on the wall. It's like, oh, don't let them get by the wall. Oh, the wall. <laughs> At least that one that one on the train at least tried to hide it with the train. You know, yeah. Kubinari, yeah. <laughs> so, and you're like, at least we tried to hide it. And you're following a I guess she's a rookie pilot. Okay. When she gets there, this is sort of two years. There's a lot of there's some time skips involved. And you're basically the first episode is about them countering these beta alien attacks on this port. It's gonna be a word a word that I'm not gonna be able to say right. Port fort. <laughs> well that's a port fort. Port, port fort. It's a port fort. Jesus. And it is it Sounds is good. attack on Titan meets Gundam Wing. Okay. So the I mean, mech is, that, is, is that a bad that doesn't sound terrible. Okay, that's why I watched it on paper I was like, that sounds dope. And then the CGI monsters come in and <laughs> my God, they are Terrible, like oh, terrible. No. Who's the animation studio? Oh man, I will tell you right seven, now. Sam. Seven, 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 eight, eight, seven, eight. It's um, uh, <laughs> company. Okay, don't know them. It's either. also a co-production with uh, Graphenica and Flagship Line. And I looked into these companies and I couldn't see anything. Yeah, I also have no clue. Yeah. Where did you watch it? Crunchyroll. 
Wow. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and it's like the poster looks good. It's got that even Galleon sort of vibe with the, the pilots and the suits and the mechas behind them and mm. stuff. You're like, oh, and fighting aliens. I was like, this is this is what I live for. But just no. The 3D creatures are just awful. Okay. Like they, the first wave of them are like these mollusk type undersea <laughs> creatures. They're, they're like, oh, they're coming. And I was like, oh, here they come. <laughs> and then it looks like it looks like the, the fort is under attack by like seashells. And they're like, oh, they're coming. I was like, well, I'm not All scared. Right. <laughs> Surely uh, the sea fort port is going to hold. <laughs> um, and then they've got like the Gundams come flying out and they're just mowing them down. I was like, well, this is bullshit. Right. Okay. Um, and then the giant sort of monsters start appearing and. Marginally better or no? No. No. <laughs> Much worse. I think that, I think if you drew them, <laughs> like if you did traditional animation, I think they would have looked cool. But in this, in the 3D sort of render, it, it's horrendous. Go look at them. Okay. I recommend everyone watch the first episode just to laugh at it. <laughs> I'm down. More is down for a good. There's some good killing. There's like, CG. there's some people dying. Everyone's like, oh no, he's dying. I'm like, who? <laughs> it's episode Man. one. <laughs> um, no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Oh my god. Um, okay. The commanders sacrifice themselves. There's like the captains of the boat are just like, get your people out of there. And he's like, no, I'm gonna stay here and die. And you're like, good. <laughs> Fuck you. Captain <laughs> goes down with his ship. I don't care. Uh, you are. Okay. Um, and then the. <laughs> In the second episode, there is a time skip. Okay. How many so, time skips? So there's one in the first episode, <laughs> oh. and the, the, the next episode starts like five years later. Oh. So at this point, when you get there, the only, of, of course, the only island that hasn't conquered is Japan. Yeah, of course. So yeah. Russia's gone, China's gone, mm. we're all gone. Japan what, is. What about Australia? Oh, no one talks about Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you no ever one seen, cares. I've never seen any animation reference Australia. Uh, I have the swimming one where they go train in Australia. Free? Free. Yeah, they go. Yeah, okay. Do they go to Australia? Uh, yeah, dude. Represent. And it's sick. He's standing at Central Station, which is like my favorite. Yeah, right. Like, like, it's actually beautiful. Really? Like, and it makes sense. Obviously, swimming. Australia. Like, yeah. yeah that's all you do. Yeah. All, we do. <laughs> all I do is swim professionally. Yeah. <laughs> Women up the streets. Every yeah. time a child swimming. Oh, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, the story is generic. Mm. The anime, like every all the other animations, great. Like the mechas look really good. They're like more actual like military sort of style versions of Gundams. They're not brightly colored. They are like militaristic. The CGI is so bad. Characters are forgettable. In the second episode, I fell asleep. So right. ten out of ten from Graham. <laughs> Must watch. I gotta get. I gotta get the the, the, the crap ones. So. Hey, look, it's all right. There's, you know, there's, there's so much anime every season, and it some might, of them suck. It might come good, but I doubt it. There's too many other things to watch. I know there's I mean? there's going to be the whole thing where they're going to assemble a team, and one's going to be a child prodigy, and one's going to be a badass, and one's going to be an asshole, and yeah. it's just going to all come together. I mean, but I kind of love that. So that, that's that. Yeah, you know. but this is not well done. Yeah, when it's just like oh, just okay. don't just stop. I mean, I get it. You don't have the money to do the like the animation of the monsters, but just make the monsters look cool. Mm, like at least, especially from a country that like has so many good like kaiju. Yeah. type things and then to see like a skeleton scorpion walk out of the sea with, <laughs> with a big head with nine eyes you're just like oh, I don't care okay, and mollusks at all mollusks. Ah, it's the mollusks attacking <laughs> the mollusks fuck off I mean, no. love alternative I wouldn't want to die via death of mollusks oh you wouldn't want to be like mollusks no one wants that Molles- mollusk <laughs> oh, very good well, try it try back it. it up back it up okay, again uh, so I'll give it three gateways up oh wow 
Out okay. Of whatever we do. I don't know. Take that as you will. I think we need <laughs> out, of, out of what? I don't know. We've never well, done this. I think we need a scale or something. We're all freaking out because the camera's like, let's add a new, new thing. Yeah. <laughs> a rating system. New rating system. Yeah, make it fun. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. stuff. I'd give it a miss. I'd give it okay. a miss. Yeah, nah. Well, okay. Interesting. And not really. I, I have no interest in watching it, so I'm not going to watch it. Uh, Marv Love Alternative. If I don't even know what Marv Love means. Yeah, it's, it's Marv Dash L-U-V, right? <laughs> Marv Love. Marv Love. Yeah. Marv Love. That's something. So let's talk now about a show which I'm actually really enjoying, and I think it's it's a bit of a victim of its of its creator's previous success. But this show is called Platinum End, and it is created by Sugumi Oba and Takeshi Obata, who were the creators of Death Note, and also Bakuman. So they're very famous. And this is their third work together. And this anime adaptation is by Signal MD, who are a subsidiary of Production IG. And IG Port, like Wit, is also same sort of thing. Uh, it is a different subsidiary. So this company is founded in 2014. They've done shows like Fully Coolly Progressive, Dragon Goes House Hunting, Mars Red, which was last season. And they've done anime films like Cyborg 009, Call of Justice, Napping Princess, and One of the Fates, Fate Grand Order. Hang on. Dragon Goes House Hunting? Have you not seen that? It's actually really funny. <laughs> No. It's great. It's great. It's about a dragon yeah. who goes house hunting. Yeah. That's what is that, it's is about. It sounds I'm not even joking. Slice of life it's dragon. a slice of life yeah. show about a dragon who tries to find a house in Tokyo. I would love that. Yeah, it's dope. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. So, so anyway, back, Signal back. MD, that oh is God. part of their canon. <laughs> Check it out. So Mirai Kakashi is a young orphan high school student who was taken in by his abusive aunt and uncle after the death of his parents and sibling. The show opens with Mariah standing on the ledge of a rooftop, preparing to end it all as he is in the throes of despair. He steps off the roof, resigned to his death when he is suddenly saved by his guardian angel, Nas or Nasi, who bestows upon him special powers and wants nothing more than Mirai to be happy. Nas is a special rank angel and she can bestow three separate powers upon him. And the first being angel wings, which enable him to fly faster than the human eye can see. A red arrow that makes anyone he shoots it at fall hopelessly in love with him, where he essentially has total control over their minds as that level of like obsessive love. And a white arrow, which basically kills anyone it touches and it can't miss. So pretty badass powers. Nas, who has been ostensibly watching over Mariah since he was born, informs him that his aunt and uncle actually conspired to kill his parents to be able to inherit their grandparents' small fortune. So Mariah confronts his aunt and upon Nasi's encouragement, fires the red arrow at her to essentially gain control of her mind. And she admits everything and begins to attack her husband as Mariah breaks down, muttering to himself hysterically that his aunt and uncle should just die. You know, he's like freaking out. And upon hearing this, because his aunt is now weirdly hopelessly in love with him, she. Yeah, his aunt. Because she's like. She, Anime was a mistake. It's like, sometimes it does some weird things. But, you know, he's doing. It's more. It's like, too late to back out now, shall <laughs> It's like, it's a creepy moment. <laughs> and he's like, she's freaking out because God. he's like, he controls her mind and be like, what did you kill my. Mom and dad just like, yes, it was my husband's idea and it was all him and we wanted to get the fortune. And then he's like freaking out, like, you should just die, you should just die. So she picks up a kitchen knife and stabs herself in the neck and dies. It's pretty fucking savage. And then- Spoilers. Right. Yeah. Look, this yeah, is spoilers. Spoilers. This is the whole series. This is the first three minutes. This is the first. The first it happens pretty quick. It and it's pretty, yeah, yeah. It happens pretty quick. You watched it about but, oh. And Mariah then moves out just to find himself a simple, happy and modest life. However, problem is, Nasi, who seems to just want him to be happy, informs him that actually God will be retiring in 999 days and 13 candidates have been selected to replace him each with their own guardian angel. Mariah has essentially become Nasi's champion and he is now in a contest to decide which one of the candidates will become 
God. Now, all of them have different ranks. So there's like the lowest level rank, which can only give you the red arrow. The second level can give you the red arrow and the wings. And the highest level can give you both arrows, which insta-kill, love, mind control, and wings, which is nice. And there's only like three of those high angels. And basically, he's now in a kind of Death Note meets Future Diary kind of Think I was game kind of thing. It's like fate with the gods. It's right? like I'm a fate with the gods as well. Yeah, fate's like tournament Zero as well. Fate's like... tournament. It's like it's I refer actually to it cool. as Death Note meets the Highlander. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, totally. I mean, there can be only if one. You totally. gave, if you gave me that as a fucking pitch, I'd be like, I'll give you a million dollars. That yeah. sounds sick. It's actually but, really cool. But what you just described sounds really convoluted. Uh, is it's... that true, or is it just you? No, that, that's, that's, that's pretty. It, that's, that's pretty good description of yeah, pretty much the first right. episode. That's pretty. No, so I mean, is the episode just like a lot happens in the first episode? Just, oh, that's the first episode. The, I guess the, the opening up, scene. Though. The opening scene. He just steps off the roof. Off her ledge. Yeah. That sounds pretty heavy. And then she just like, grabs him, and then he's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm an angel, and here's all these powers." And it's just yeah. like it, just, it fucking rolls on, man. Look, I'll probably love it to be honest. Honestly, it's it's. It I think will awaken the inner teenager in you. Yeah, it yes. sounds like, like edgy teenager. Yes. So like, edgy teen, man. Yeah. It's like, man. and again, it's like I saw a great meme on I think it was Reddit or Twitter, which was just like dark mode, you know, on your phone and light mode. And one was death note, and then one was yeah, um, yeah, this because yeah. it's like oh, she's all nasty's all white. Yeah, and, you know, one's real, real cool. black and color scheme wise, and it's just like it's fucking hilarious how similar they kind of are story-wise. The manga readers are kind of like, oh, yeah, it's not that great. Like, it's good, but it's not that great. But I'm watching it fresh, obviously, and I'm like, this is cool. If I didn't know it was written by the Death Note duo, I'd be like, this is sick. But because I'm comparing it to Death Note, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, it's it's sort of a poor man's Death Note, you know? But give me a poor man's Death Note any day of the fucking week. Sick. You know, I'm into it. So honestly, I'm I'm actually really enjoying Platinum End. Third episode has just come out, actually. New antagonist has been introduced. He's really cool. Uh, Metropolitan Man. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So check it out. Platinum End. I'm actually a big fan of it. Like like I say, it's not going to necessarily change your life. It's not, from what I've seen, it's not Death Note. But again, don't judge it just because it's been written by some people who've written an amazing piece. Mm. Like, maybe it's not going to reach those heights, but it's still pretty fucking good. So- I'm enjoying it. I give it a big thumbs up. Check it out. Yeah, cool. How many gates sold. do you give it? How many gates do I give? Oh my god. <laughs> Seven gates? Seven gates. Out of 10? I guess we're out of ten, aren't we? That's a pretty good uh, So far, I'm I'm enjoying it. Seven. Seven, seven gates. You know, at this point it might dip, but yeah. from where I'm at, I'm like, yeah, this is a pretty good seven. Yeah, I I, I watched the first episode. I enjoyed it. But as if I was fifteen. Oh, I'd be like, this is life. Totally. <laughs> ten, totally. Ten gates. Ten gates for a 15 year old. This shit's good. Yes. Just emo enough yeah. for me. Yeah. Look, I, I, I'm a Does big it fan. unlock that nostalgia itch for Death Note? Does it have that kind of aesthetic it's, at all? Yeah, it's for, you can definitely tell when you know it's by the same people, you can kind of tell mm. aesthetically because it's, you know, obviously. It the, did make me think maybe it's time to watch Death Note again. Mm. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, Platinum Man, check it out. Yep. Charlie. I'm going to dive in with the one that I've been teasing about. <laughs> the honestly, like, maybe best anime I've ever seen. <laughs> maybe worst. But when Sam and I discussed what we we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. I went, should I do the vampire Eurovision one? And Sam went, obviously. obviously you I don't do. even know what this is. It wasn't even a question. Yeah. Like, really. You didn't even know what I was talking about, though, did you? I had no clue. I'd never heard of it. But yeah. as soon as you said that to me, I was like, guess. Is there another yes. vampire show on right now as well? There's a yeah, bunch of vampire there's shows. There's a vampire show where. where it's like a roommate of Van Helsing or something. There's one, or something, there's one or? where. Oh, that's like an American show, isn't it? 
Do you, did you say Vampire Diaries? It's, no, the Vampire Died or something. Vampire Died mm. three oh. days ago or something. I think that's There's one called. where he's like actually really weak. There's that one. It's yeah. meant to be really funny. I, I didn't yeah, watch so that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. We don't know so what that is. So that's not that show. No. So I decided to watch a show called Virtual Prison, which I thought was going to be like a tacky deathmatch anime. Yes. Hope. Yeah, and I was walk. pleasantly surprised to find that this is by A1 Pictures, so it's actually um, well reputable, animated. Very like, reputable. I, I, honestly, it's very well animated and is going to scratch an itch for a lot of people and honestly, guilty pleasure of the season so far. And one of those shows where you're like, only an anime, could this happen? Is there a plot? Maybe. <laughs> Did I get it from episode one? Not really. <laughs> but basically, the show opens with just like some like J-Rock song mm. and then just a series of beautiful anime boy band idol vampires with their name and like like I meant to know who they are but we don't. Of course. That's it. And you're like, oh, cool, virtual prison. Yep, this makes sense. And there's just like an anime protagonist who just looks like a generic guy listening to his headphones and he listens to his favourite band. Yeah. And then we're treated to a video clip from the band who are okay. all kind of like glam rock, vampiric aesthetic. And he's like, this is so good. It goes like three minutes. Most of the episodes are uh, video clips of songs. Okay. Um, and then – Suddenly you look up and there's like a red moon and he's like, oh, cool. And these two angels descend. These like angels. Twin, these like twin angels. Season of angels. And then they sing a song. And once this, this, this time when the song cuts to them, it goes to like what I would describe as really bad CG, like PlayStation 2 graphics. And he's like <laughs> two guys just like singing this song. It goes for like three minutes, like full time. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, cool. Then it snaps back to the plot, which is our friend just watching it being like, cool. That's the plot? Yeah. And then he looks at the moon. Then all of a sudden, his one of his eyes go red. There's a blood. It's like a red moon. Yeah. And then I guess he just turns into a vampire. And then you realize that actually all of these bands they're all vampires, and they're there to take part in a contest. Oh, right. Called, I forgot about the Eurovision um, part of the show. Right. Yeah. They take part in a contest. This is called, vampire Eurovision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're right. there to take part in a in a contest called Virtual Prison. Where the best vampire pop group, rock group, whatever you can be a solo artist, wins some power from the blood moon. Okay. Anyway, flash forward, our like random protagonist who literally was a second ago, just a normal human walking down the street, looked at the moon, became half a vampire, only only half as I did. This is the first time he's become yeah. one? Yep. And then he okay. sung a song because his like his his idol turned up. He's like gorgeous vampire man. We like hugged him in a beautiful way. And then he went, You've inspired me. And he sung an a cappella song. And then suddenly was and then the um the blood moon. Are you making this up? Because <laughs> I know when, you, when you told me at the start, you're like, Vampire Eurovision, oh, I'm like, okay, it's got to be something to No, this. and then apparently, like, suddenly something happens to the moon, like, gets, gets a mark on his hand, and this guy's like, <laughs> the blood moon has selected you, and it's chosen you to take part in visual prison. And then the first, I only watched one episode of this, so I was just like, what is going on? And they were like, yes, now you're a part, you're to take part in this, and I will destroy you through my band. Okay. And then it ended, and I went, this is the best show I've ever seen. Uh, I was just like, cool. Virtual prison gets a gets ten t- gateways. Ten gateways. <laughs> At ten. Um, is this what, your Legend of the Galactic? Honestly, Euros? it should be because I was like, I can't deal. This with sounds it. like a coke fueled nightmare. <laughs> I can't deal with it. Like just big lines, and then the moon makes you a vampire. <laughs> yeah, ah. love it. Love it. You're love in a contest. Love it. Like, I'll destroy you through my song, yeah. bro. Like, yes, 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 just yes. Like, my partner walked in the last. Go, Jerry. My partner walked in the last two minutes and was just like what happened and I was like I don't know Thanks. and I feel like I just told you the literal synopsis and you're like did you make that's that not up? a synopsis <laughs> <It's not. laughs> and I can't tell you what the plot is but I it. look forward to it 
<laughs> episode two came out today. So look forward, guys. You can find it on fucking Funimation. So there you go. There you go. A1 Pictures, actually, very famous. A1 Pictures. Company. Okay, so this is legit. And on top of that, like, it will scratch. <laughs> gates. So it, it really Is this scratches. when you escape the infinity? Oh, my God. I mean, I was hoping. To be honest with you, it's a weird show, of course. <laughs> no, uh, what? Weird. Sounded uh, pretty straight up and down to me. Uh, but it really scratched that itch of, like, I, I'm not. And it's a hu- It's a huge thing. And I think we need to do an episode on this. Mm. Idol anime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whole is like thing. a massive thing that whole I'm not thing. across. Mm. And I feel like this would be the ultimate dream because it is an idol anime with vampires and the character design. They all look amazing. They're all okay. hot vampire boys. Like, I, you know, this thing called Visual K is like a style of musician kind of like aesthetic for J pop, J rock, where mm. people wear a lot of like androgynous stuff. So you don't know, like, kind of that vampire style. Like, it actually is like, a huge kind of like late 2000s thing. So it's nostalgic to watch for that okay. reason. Yeah, it makes no sense. But if you want to have a good laugh and you know, and, and also, as I said, like only anime, only in anime, only anime, would I be yes. like, and then the, the fucking Blood Moon gave him permission to take part in virtual prison, which is a singing contest for vampires. Such a weird name for a singing contest. Yeah, as I well. thought it was going to be like some cool, like, like futuristic. Dead Man yeah, Wonderland like, yeah, yeah, I really thought it was going to be Dead that Man Wonderland. Suck as well. um, no, but virtual, yeah. Don't put virtual prison in the same. No, game. no, no, no. Don't you bring virtual prison no, down that level? Why don't we just swap the names? Like, <laughs> Dead Man Wonderland would make a better. Yeah, because they're dead. Yeah, that's my... true. Okay, Actually, yeah, see? that's a that's some big. No, that is a very right good. Write that down. I'm sorry. Yes. Virtual prison. Email A one pictures after this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then again, is the the plot reveal in about five episodes going to be that they're in, plugged into a virtual reality prison and this is? I hope so. Me too. But I like this is their matrix. No, I think this is just it. I think it'll be just. Except that sounds like this is it. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, why did he just? Why did he just suddenly become a dampier? D H A M I P I R, which is a half vampire. Okay. She's like, you're Good a va- dampier, and he's like, what? I would call him a vampire, but whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Graham, you should, you should probably get in the writers' room for this. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Anyway, that was my lol of the season so far. That's a big um, lol. Big fucking That's a lol. good one though. That's a good lol. That's actually like, but again, like only, sometimes you got to watch just the craziest shit in anime yeah, to just be like, you know what? Yes. Yeah, I'm all about whatever this the is fuck again, this is. This is again, back like, to what you were saying earlier with the Japanese, just don't give a fuck. Give a fuck. Like, just shit, don't give a dude. Like, who cares? Hey, and like, let's, let's make this show. And they're like, yes, hell yes. It's going to have a it. huge fan base too because idol, idol anime is popular in the West too. So, yeah, and yeah. like, idols are popular. Vampire Boys, they're in. Va- hot Vampire Boys are timeless. Get it? Ticks all down the page on this pitch. Yes, thank you. Except for the weird PlayStation 2 CG video. Okay, right. But also, that made it better somehow. And they're like full song length too. So, half the episode is just like a weird video clip with like, with a song being like, you are, like, I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, anyway, so Virtual Prison, do it. Virtual Prison. Do it. Just have fun. Just live a little, guys. Have a look. Fucking live a little. All right. Expand your horizons. I can't top that. <laughs> Sorry. Right, Graham, what have you got now, man? Ah, uh, fuck me. That was great. Um, <laughs> uh, so my next one is, this is maybe the longest title in the history of titles. <laughs> the oh. world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. Jesus Christ, that's a that's like a shorter title than I've heard from those light novels. They go yeah, for like I don't think fucked. I need to go into the plot synopsis or anything. <laughs> yeah, I think just, we just learn. It's in the title, it. in the paragraph yeah. of a of honestly. A title, they're, yeah. they're Any questions? So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's an isekai. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's about a aging assassin who's doing one last job before he sort of retires. Could one last job? That's his voice. 
Nailed it. Yeah. Sweet. He works for some sort of shadowy organization and they basically just kill him. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right uh, into it. I'll, I'll spoil how they kill him because I thought, I thought it was actually pretty good for an isekai that didn't involve like a bus. Yes, um, or a truck. truck. So he's on a he's on a plane going to Japan because he's going to train future assassins at this sort of ninja assassination company, whatever. I don't know what it was. But they decide to uh, just, just hit the fucking plane with a cruise missile. Wow. What? Yeah. They're like, we couldn't kill him in the real world, so we're just going <laughs> to destroy this plane. He's just sitting in his seat going, because they know it's coming. He's just like, God damn, they got me. And <laughs> he's drinking. <laughs> Blows up. It's That's kind of cool. Yeah. So he then gets, as most isekais, he meets a goddess and she's like, Look, I'm going to reincarnate you in another world, but you need to do something for me. He's like, My life is full of regrets. I never realized it until I died. Um, I'm, 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 let me take this next shot. And his, he's tasked with killing the world's hero. Oh. So the guy who, who I in think, this new world. yeah, who was probably isekai into killing the demon lord of the world, okay. he's, he's tasked with killing that guy. Okay. He gets sent back as a child and he's got 18 years to kill Classic. kill the hero before he basically he just goes mental and takes over the world. He becomes the bad guy oh. in the series. So it's okay, quite, some version some subversion okay, here. Yeah. I got him into this. Yeah, it's, it's not terrible. No, the animation's great. There is some etchy moments. Uh, I think it is. I feel like it's going to lean into a harem type thing as well. Uh, okay. Thank God, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, no it's vampires. Not enough well. of that. There's not enough not of that enough in Isakai. Yeah. 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 yeah, so he gets stuff. The family, he's called Lou, okay. which I thought was weird. Um, <laughs> just, like, a, just Lou? Not his vampire musical boys. But, um, <laughs> Damn yeah, Lou, but spelled L-U-G-H. Huh? Like Hugh, so it's Hugh. 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 Yeah, so he's actually reincarnated into the uh, Tuade family, which is an aristocratic family that pose as surgeons for the kingdom. Okay. But they're actually like assassins. They're the, they're the king's assassins. So he's actually learning to be a better assassin than he already was. He's the best assassin that there ever was. Right. So it's the weird. title told us that. And there's this <laughs> weird um, scene right where his, his father is like this surgeon who's like monitoring his growth, like muscles and stuff. So he makes him do all these positions and he's like feeling his muscles and he's like, oh, you got to train harder here and build him as a better assassin. I thought it was very strange. That's a bit off. <laughs> I thought it was very strange. <laughs> a bit off. But yeah, weird. Yeah. 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 The first episode, it t- you actually see him as this, the reincarnated assassin and he's breaking up a, um, they're selling girls. Oh, okay. yep. Sounds um, bad already. Yeah. They're selling girls to <laughs> going downhill like, pretty quick. But he's tasked with wiping the auction out, like, okay. right. of like saving these girls and just right. with his team. And the animation's great. Okay. And there's this sort of weird mix of him being like a, a human assassin. So he likes, you know, sniper rifles, but he's using magic as well. So there's some cool stuff going on there. Okay. If it falls into the harem sort of stuff, I'd probably end up checking out. But um, animation is great. Story, it could go either way. Like, I like the main character. I love the guy's voice, the actor. This really old, gruff voice. I just don't know where it's, I don't know where it's going to go. Hmm. But you're into it. You keep watching? Uh, I've watched the first two. This, the first episode is much better because, again, like you were saying with Tact it Op, pulls the mobile back. game. Yes. It's very action-orientated. Like, the stuff where he actually gets killed on the plane. He actually does a, a mission before that where he takes out, like, some mob bosses. That's so, great. If it falls into a harm thing, I think it might suffer. Become a bit problematic. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some cool ideas. If it follows through and it doesn't fall into the pitfalls of a It sounded like, good to me. So. Yeah, that's not bad. I'm going to watch it. There's a scene where he's hunting rabbits in this new forest and he's like trying to like master a bow, which is really good. Like the, the animation is really smooth and then he's there's a whole fucking 
Can you? Can we swear? We got to figure that out. I've been swearing the whole time. Um, it's in four seasons. It's never you, stopped. There's this whole I, thing. Cameras on. Stop the swearing. He's you talking can't. about how he needs to build up his nutrition and he has to eat the right foods to to build muscle mass to eventually take on the hero and stuff. So right. you, you see him cooking and talking about nutrition and stuff. So there's, there's some, there's some Sounds a bit interesting. But yeah, 50-50. Okay. Well, I want to talk about something which I've also been pretty 50-50 on and speaking about the sort of kind of content which always really fucking grinds my gears when I watch these sort of things. This show is called Maruku-chan and it's written and illustrated by a guy called Tomoki Izumi and the anime adaptation is by Passion who have done High School DxD Hero, Interspecies Reviewers, speaking um, of problematic oh, content, and Higurashi, When They Cry, the remake. For those of you who don't know, Interspecies Reviewers yeah. was a show that came out a couple of years ago and was just a straight-up hentai. And it took the anime streamers a little while to figure that out because it was dressing it up as like a normal show and then all of a sudden it was just like, it, it, we're pulling this. It oh, aired, right? It was on actual, like, it aired on Japanese TV. Yeah, and right? you yeah. pulled it. yeah. It was airing like everywhere and people watching it and I was just like, Giggle did a big, the anime YouTuber did a big <laughs> video where he was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's <laughs> not hentai. It. Like we did it. <laughs> like we got, <laughs> they took it to the, that's what, you know, his whole point. It was fucking crazy. So these guys are, this studio make content with some perhaps problematic bits. And this show is no exception. So Miko Yotsuya is an ostensibly normal high school girl who has the unfortunate ability to see horrifying ghosts and spirits that haunt her and those around her. Despite this, Miko does her best to ignore the existence of these horrible supernatural beings as best she can as she tries to live out a normal high school life. That's basically it. It's a slice of life meets horror. So it's actually kind of interesting. The design of the horror ghosts is phenomenal. Yeah, they look they fucking look scary. Fucking yeah. terrifying. They're like in her face, like, goo, like, can you see me? <laughs> and she's just like, <laughs> and basically just decides that if she doesn't react to them, then they ignore her eventually. But they are fucking terrifying. It's such a good premise. It's actually a great premise. And it's, it's funny. It's a really cool premise. It's actually quite funny. And like, because they kind of like dejected puppies when they don't, she ignores yeah, them. They're mm-hmm. just like, bam. Walk off. <laughs> and she's just like, she just like ignores them. Like, she's like, at one point, she like opens her locker, or like they're in yeah. her bed and shit. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's they're like, everywhere. Like, they're all up in her grill. Yeah. But the problem is with this show, and it happens with so many animes, is just that there are those weird fucking etchy moments. And it's just like, and I'm talking just like a, a shot of like, she's bending over to get into a cupboard or whatever. And it's just like her ass. And you're like, oh, fuck, what is this? You know, like, no, pulls me out of the story every time. Yeah. She's a high school girl for fuck's sake. So I'm sitting there being like, oh, oh, what the fuck is this? Like, you know, it's just like, come on. It's so annoying, isn't it? Well, it what is, is annoying. Interesting though. It is annoying, but what is interesting. And I found this out by having to, I had to figure out, I was like, is this part of the manga? Like, is this, is this just this studio being creepy? like with their backstory of interspecies reviewers and stuff. But what happened was, what's interesting about this is that Tomoki Izumi wrote the first two chapters on Twitter. So just put them out on Twitter and they were pretty fan servicey, right? Then it got picked up by Kotakawa's Comic Walker website and then it got serialized, right? Mm. So then all of a sudden, most of the fan service kind of stopped. And I watched the third episode last night before this because it just came out and I was I was going to drop it. Honestly, I was going to drop it. I was watching this. I was like, this is kind of cool. This is interesting. I'm actually kind of enjoying this, but the fan service is fucking killing me and I'm going to stop, you know, like the show you're about to talk about, which is far more problematic. But this, I was just like, um, and then the third episode, I watched it, almost no fan service. And I was like, wow, I'm enjoying this show. I don't get these fucking weird moments of like, creepy shots of fucking huge tits, you know, like, and just being like, ah, I was like, oh, 
this is cool. And I looked it up on Reddit trying to figure out, I was like, is this, and I was like, yep, the first two episodes, the first, the Twitter stuff, when he put it out, it was obviously super raw to some guy writing on Twitter. It was pretty you know, creepy, to be honest. And then once it got serialized in a proper publication, they cut all that shit out. And my God, the third, if you wanted to start from the third, I just told you what the show's about. That's basically it. Like, it's just a bunch of vignettes of her not Avoiding freaking ghosts. out yeah. around ghosts. And the third episode, I was like, okay. I can handle this. This might be something I can watch. I mean, it might, who knows what it's going to do from here on out, but like, it's a cool concept. Yes, and it's, it's actually kind concept. of, it's, it's, it looks great. Uh, it's just those first two episodes, there's a whole bunch of moments where you're just like, ah, fuck, no, stop. So if you want to skip them, you can, because that's the synopsis. And the only other thing is there's another girl who's like got kind of multicolored hair who looks like she can see ghosts too. That's about all you need to know to jump in at episode three. I don't know if I'm going to, necessarily say that I'm giving it six or seven gateways. Like I'm yeah. still probably at five because I'm kind of like first two episodes really put me off. Uh, so I'm kind of like, maybe, maybe. And it's different to what I usually watch. So I'm not a horror fan. I'm not a slice of life guy necessarily outside of like Mushishi and things. So, um, but I'm going to keep pushing through until the fan service erupts again and I'm out, but hopefully it doesn't. Cause I believe the manga actually stops that. So yeah, check it out. Maruku-chan, which means the girl who sees apparently. Reminds me of the Constantine movie at the start of that where he's like seeing ghosts and people don't believe that he's seeing ghosts and he's on the bus and he's like, there's a dead woman there and he's mm. just like, as a kid, the only difference is they put him in a mental home and lobotomize him. <laughs> which I don't know if the anime will go that way. It's also a sixth sense. Which is oh, yeah. The sixth sense. Oh, totally. yeah, yeah, sixth sense. Yeah. Well, actually, in the third episode, she is on a bus and there's a ghost and it's like really intense. I just so. got some, some stuff for Instagram. Well hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey. Content. Hashtag. Content. It's all about uh, like sweet, sweet content. Charlie, what's your last show of the season to give people as a recommendation or not? This one's actually a good one, so it's not going to be funny. Okay, it so is a recommendation. Um, it's actually a recommendation. I've only watched one episode, though, to be honest. But all I say is just stylistically it's worth watching just for the art alone, if you're into this kind of thing. But it's Heike Monogatori. This is a historical piece by Studio Science Saru who did, which is interesting because as soon as it started, I went, oh, this animation looks a bit like Ping Pong, the animation, or Devil Man Cry Baby. Funny, that's the same studio, so I um, yeah, called it. Uh, Moasa didn't direct this, so did he? No, no but okay. it's the same studio. So it's got, a lot of his work. It also reminded me of Tatami Galaxy in terms of how it's cool. like. It's got kind of less of a draw, hand-drawn quality and more of a computer quality, but kind of like they really play with depth of field. Like it's it's a very specific Watercolor style. Watercolour too, right? Watercolour. Mm. Like, and because it's a historical piece, it's a lot of just like beautiful. It's It looks stunning. As soon as it started, I was like, it's one of the, I reckon, I'm going to say, opening sequence, as in not the not the title the OP, song, yep. but the actual like opening of the show. It's about two minute sequence, which happens. I reckon it's one of the strongest openings I've ever seen. Really? Just the way it's done where you realize the world they're in. I don't want to say because it will spoil heaps. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like literally going to leave it at that. But the beauty of how they've done it, like the style, you kind of just get what the show's about pretty much instantly. So you can watch the first three minutes and know if it's for you or not. That's cool. Yeah, basically about a girl who is blind called Biwa, and Biwa is the instrument she actually plays, which is like a yes, looks yeah. like a it's a four string kind of like I want to say mandolin style. Yeah, they get to be. Yeah, it's a traditional thing, yeah. Japanese instrument, mm. but she's a traveling musician who is an orphan and she's blind. But if she covers one eye, she can see premonitions of the future. Cool, and she doesn't want to ever do that. Because it bore her nothing but pain and everything. Basically, it's her story and about how she gets adopted by an aristocrat because she sees not <laughs> the, she's adopted by the an greatest assassin <laughs> that has ever been 
The crossover. <laughs> the crossover. No, it's coming. Show. Oh <laughs> no, it's like um. Sorry, risk for wrong word. I said that because you said Does that. Does she it's kill like a aliens from a meteorite with her music? <laughs> so. Is she a vampire? Are they yeah. CG? Yeah. Are they CG <laughs> mollusks? Oh, so much. There's no originality <laughs> in anime anymore, is there? <laughs> oh, no, it's like a someone who's from a prolific family, and basically she foresees their demise. So she gets adopted by them, oh. and they're trying to kind of figure out how to not do that. I've only seen one episode. And one thing I say is that I don't like the soundtrack because okay. I'm, you know, when you're watching something beautiful and historical and something mm. like a weird, like Gaspar Sands esque guitar will come in. I'm not even a fucking band anymore, man. I'm frustrated my old band. <laughs> Sorry. It's sounds bad, but it's like a, it's not bad. Like, sounds bad is good, but it's like a very specific kind of like 2000, you know, like, like a modern day guitar, like, yes. riff. You could have just said modern. Day Sorry, guitar. no. It was Could have just I, fucking said that. Actually, no, but Joss and I laughed because it actually sounded like Gaspar Sands. And I was like, Brilliant if you listen to, actually, if you listen to our opening Gateway to Anime theme, that's written by. That is written by the lead singer the of lead Gaspar, Gaspar Sands. So, and honestly, yes. it sounds like some of the soundtrack of the show for no apparent reason. They're talking about some war, this beautiful watercolor. It's like, doo, 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 doo. and I'm just like, that was off-putting. Like, why? Like, not that the music's bad, but like the combination. Dig up, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the yeah, combination. You fucking make this all weird and yeah, personal, yeah. man. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty bad at like, when I watch even things like Marie Antoinette where they have like historical where they have like a rock soundtrack, I'm always like, no, I get you. Oh, like, cool. Yeah. Like, I Especially get Especially when you're playing a BWAP, you think that would be more what they lean into, right? Like, yeah. more traditional style strumming and soundtrack. They do right? that too. So it's like they have a combo. It's a bit of a yeah. There's just one scene where it was really weird. Okay. Um, but the rest was, honestly though, like the art style, like you'll know immediately. And I, I don't really have to tell you anything about the plot because you'll know if you're into it or not. Joss, That's a famous sorry. Japanese uh, legend, isn't it? Yes, historical, it is. not even legend, it's a historical story, right? Yeah, it's about the war. It's like yeah. a, it's, I, I literally don't want to say mm. at this point. I've heard amazing things. I haven't actually watched it. Absolutely. I'm going to watch it. I am 100% going to watch it because everyone is is extolling its virtues, basically. Basically, online, yeah. my partner who came in at the end of the Vampire One was like, what is this? And then he stayed for the start of this one and then stayed for the whole thing and was mm. like, can't wait to watch the rest of it. This is right. from it. And he's like an artist. So I think that from the perspective of like artwork or like the way that it's told, it, it's truly beautiful and I can't wait to watch it. So I genuinely give this one probably first episode's like an eight. Wow. Way out of 10. Oh, nine. Is it just the Gaspar Sands guitar yeah, line yeah, that pulls it down from 10? Like maybe? If they want to use any of our music, you can contact us. And, uh, maybe they know, are. Saru, we'll, we'll, we'll lease the music to you. do it. Maybe they don't go anywhere else like, anymore. You know right. you have to sue someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, All right. It's All right. out there. Graham, what do you got, sad. man? What's the, last, what's the last one for the season? We'll quick, then we'll quickly jump through some of the sequels. Uh, so my last one is The Far Away Paladin. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. So that comes from Children's Playground Entertainment. Don't know them? No, at you all. shouldn't either. Oh. I can I looked through there's two they've done and I don't know what the other one is. So okay. again, it's new a, studios. Yeah. Most it's good. I get, yeah. yeah. It's good to get it's some good. new studios out there. Hopefully they're paying uh, their animators. Who knows? Actually, fun fact, just before you start, the new Japanese Prime Minister is a huge fan of Demon Slayer and has actually come out and said that he one of his Key policies he wants to pursue is making sure animators are paid more within the industry. So watch this space. Very interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, straight up and down. I mean, I don't know if, you know, maybe that's just him saying that to win some support, but he from literally said it well, in an the, interview. So the voting weebs. The voting weebs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I imagine I the anime industry is pretty fucking big. Sorry, uh, you got the weeb yeah, vote. A lot of voters. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. 
I mean, good for him. Yeah, yeah and his favorite character. His favorite character is Upper Moon Three. So there you go. Ah. Mm, FYI. Anyway, which one's Upper Moon Three? The one in the movie. Oh, ew. Yeah, yeah. Well, look. No, nice. Ca- sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Uh, I'm running yeah. a campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't yeah. we learned they don't give a fuck what we think? Yeah. 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 Don't ever listen to me. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, so it's another isekai. This one is about a character called Will who is born in – in fact, they don't actually tell you where he's born. He's found in the city of the dead. So it's clear there's been some, some sort of catastrophe and he's raised by three undead creatures. So you've got Blood who is like a giant skeleton warrior. Gus, who is a ghost, who is like a, I think they call him a wandering sage, so a magician, and Mary, who is a um, graceful priestess, who's a zombie. Yeah, sounds trash, might be trash, but again, beautiful anime. The character of Will is actually really well done. Like I've heard good things about this. Yeah, it's, he's, you know, he's learning to live from creatures that are dead and explore his world, and he's just getting to the point where he's starting to question where he comes from. Right, um, okay. He doesn't, like most isekai protagonists, he doesn't have memories of his former life, but he knows this is something isn't right. There's like an itch in his mind, but he just can't scratch. And it's just basically the first episode is him being trained as a warrior by blood. Uh, and he learns magic from Gus, and he learns how to carry himself from the uh, the priestess, really. Learns cool. about the gods and stuff like that, and is just about to come of age. Not really much. I mean, the second episode is just more character development. It's not very heavy on the action. In fact, I think the only action comes at midway through the second episode, so mm. it feels like a real slow burn. But uh, good character development, beautiful animation, and I was I, every time I'm like, I don't know if I could keep watching this, but like the opening credits and the closing credits are like so beautiful, and this right. like they just give you characters that aren't in yet, and it looks like this. They're giving you little teasers of what's to come, and I'm like, if it, if it carries on, I think this could be the show of the year. Really? Oh yeah. my god! Wow. Of the year if or it's, of the season of the season. Sorry, season. season. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. let's 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 start that back. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah, if it, if it keeps going, like if they te- if what they're teasing, they bring forward. Like I think it'd be good. I've heard good things, and I am planning yeah. to watch it. So you big big tip. Yeah, I had how many gateways? Well. <sighs> Again. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna be a centrist. I'm gonna sit on five just because. Okay. Five. Yeah. Look, it, I, I can be swayed pretty easily by animation, so it could be. I guess five's actually not that yeah. at all. I always in my head, I'm like five. But it is. Like, it would be. It's. It's such a slow burn. It's though. too early. Yeah. Like it's such a. Even though like the character development is good, and you actually get to learn about the the free parental figures, like Mary, who she's a priestess, but she committed sin against her god. But she still goes into the, the temple to pray every night, which she instantly bursts into flames and she just sits praying while on fire. <laughs> um, pretty metal. But that's <laughs> that's hot. That's kind of hot. It's quite it's metal. So hot. Like, it's quite metal. Um, so, like, and you just like, they're, they're really well done. They're really, and you don't know anything about this kid, and these girls are clearly keeping something from him. Right. I'll say five. I'll okay. Say five. okay. But the potential I, I'm a, to, to, I'm reach, a sucker for animation. That's, reach that's my problem. Okay. That's why I watch. Shoko Tensei, because I love the animation. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So now let's just quickly talk about some of the second coups or second seasons of shows that are airing right now. So as you just mentioned, Mushoku Tensei, and so that's what I mentioned before earlier when I said mm-hmm. the show yeah, you were going to talk one, about is slightly like, more problematic. This is what I thought no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I thought we were going to mention Mushoku Tensei. I'm glad yeah. you did. That's what yeah, I meant. Right. Yeah. We mentioned it in, in our, I believe it was winter 2020, and it's a show that just irked me too much. I'm like Maruka-chan where, like, it seems to have tailed off getting creepy. Mashuka Tensei got creepier. 
and it was creepy from the start. So I gave that the fuck away. Yeah. Now, don't get, this is currently probably the most viewed show of the season. Yeah, and people fucking people love it. People fucking love Man, it. Giggle yeah. Kim, you know, the Giggle the YouTuber. himself. Giggle himself. So uh, even he did a whole video about like, <laughs> yeah. you know, how much he loves He's like, this. This is the easy guy. This is the easy guy we've been guy. waiting for. So and, YouTube uh, anime reviewer, okay, so people yes. who are watching don't know. But I mean, look him up. Me, He's got millions of followers. Yeah. He's very good. But I found Mashuka Tensei just to be far too problematic. Oh, there are scenes in it that are reprehensible. Reprehensible, like, exactly. And like to be honest with you, I don't give yeah, a fuck how on. nice it looks. Yeah. There are two scenes that you could cut out, and the show would be. And it, they could have just made it way more chill. Like, yeah. there's no need for it. And like, I don't know what episode they're on now. What was the first season? Like twenty episodes? No, it was twelve. Wasn't oh, it? twelve. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, twelve. So. Uh, like, you can literally take two. Two scenes out of that turn show, and it's it's a masterpiece. Yeah, it's just so frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's a shame because apparently, in terms of like world build isekai, um, it's like stunning. Yeah, yeah. the world is, and it's just, is very well so one of those frustrating things. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. anime. The world is rich, and they've got this guardian protector who's called a superb. His backstory is is great, mm. and he's just such a rich character. And it looks a million bucks. Oh, it like looks I watched the first three episodes back in winter, oh, and first. again by the end, I was just like. The third episode, I was like, ah, nah, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. It's one of the first, um, like, one of the first isekais to be, like, really, it was like the first one. One of the first big light novels, yeah, yeah to do isekai yeah. really properly. Into it. And so um, it's got a huge fan base. People love it. I've watched yeah. a few episodes where I just turn off the sound and I just, Look it's away. on, it's on, in, like, on another screen on my computer. Um, right. And then when I see something, like, there's a scene where he's learning, he, he's kind of showing off his power. It's Rudius, isn't it? Yeah, Rudius. Mm. Is he still a baby? No, he's he's now. I think he's sorry. This show's. I think he's like fucked. twelve, he a literal thirteen. Oh, okay, yeah, much better still. <laughs> and he's just kind of showing off, and he's bringing like his storm powers out, and it just mm. kind of go a bit OT. But the animation is stunning. Yeah, like it's absolutely stunning. Um, it's yeah. a shame. It's a shame. Who's, it's, who animates it? That is a good question. I have to someone big. Go back and listen to the winter episode. I do mention yeah. it, but I've walked away from it since. So it's I don't a know. shame. It's just brought low by. It's grotesque. Studio oh, Bind. It's like, it's Studio Bind. Oh, um, so many animes, unfortunately, um, the same fate. And it's just it's frustrating that, yeah. It is. I feel um, like they might have grown out of that a little bit. I hope so. Because um, after that second scene, I de- there hasn't been anything really. Okay. It's been more about the character development. Like, Rudius is actually, like, maturing mm. into his role of, you know, who wants to be, like, the Magic hero, user, quote, unquote, yeah. and stuff like that. So... It might be maturing itself. Are you it watching this second season? I watched I, I watched an episode, but I feel like I missed an episode, so. so you don't really care. You like the animation, yeah. which if, is fair. Yeah, I love the animation. Right, look, it and it I looks like a million bucks, no question. So, but yeah, I yeah. Would, if, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. But. Okay. Uh, the other one, of course, which we mentioned in a previous one is 86, another very famous light novel and massively well regarded, probably the second to Mishuka Tensei this season. I'm watching it, of course, three episodes in so far. And I'm kind of the same as I was where I'm like, it's good. But a lot of people were out there calling calling it a masterpiece and how phenomenal it is. It's it's just not to me. Yeah, like it's it's, it's fine. Gears. Yeah, well exactly. Same it's no gears, really. but it's worse. And like it's good though. Like it kind I, of feels I to me it. like you mentioned it in the last podcast when we spoke about it, is that like I feel like I'm being told what to feel as opposed oh, to feeling yeah, things. Yeah. But also on top of that, it feels to me like the plot seems to go from A to B to C to D, but without any of the pluses or minuses. And what I mean by that is that like there's no transition. It just go, it's clunky. It goes like, but, 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 plot, 
Plot point, plot point, plot point. And I'm like, what the fuck happened in between? Who are these people? I was not like, about these people. Like, it's, yeah. It would have been better yeah. in novel form, which is what it was originally. Now, I and I assume, was kind of like, yes. I, that's, it's a good story and yeah. it's well, it is like, a good story. the world's interesting and like it's, you know, it's a tried and tested formula. Mm. And I do recommend watching 86. Yeah, me too. I, but it's, it's a yeah. good show. Like it just is yeah. a good show. Oh, I really but like it. But it I just don't... is better. Things have done it better. Yes. Code yes. has done it better. 100%. Honestly, Attack on Titan is a similar storyline. Yeah, and has better. also done it better. Like, it's just so one of those things. Muff alternative. Muff love? Not enough mollusks in <laughs> 86. Mollusks. Yeah, that's uh, But that being said, 86 is probably my pick of the season, to be honest. But at the same time, like, I just don't, there, there are a lot of people out there who think it's like top tier. And it's, to me, it's just, it's not. But like, maybe the book, maybe the light novels are. But it's good. Definitely good. If you're going to watch anything of all that we've talked about from my end, 86 is probably one of the best picks. So I know I'm being harsh on it, but it's very one. good. Prison. And virtual obviously prison. virtual prison. Um, uh, also Demon Slayer. And, of course, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. But interesting about that, for anyone who hasn't noticed, the second episode has just come out. So what they've done is the first episode was simply an anime original about Rengoku, who is the star of Mugen Train, the movie. And now what they're doing is they shot that one, or they made that one. Now they're actually going to release the movie in episode form with slight, a few different transitions to make it fit into a television structure. And then there'll be, I think, nine episodes or seven episodes of this, which will then finish Mugen Train for those who didn't get to see the movie. And then there'll be nine episodes of what is actually season two. So you've got a bit of time if you want to go and watch basically the Mugen Train movie in episodic form. That's what you can be doing right now. We're all watching it because it's fucking Demon Slayer. Obviously, it's sick. The second season, I've read the manga. It's dope. So get on board the train. The hype train will leave oh soon. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is this How open? are you waiting for that? <laughs> get on the Mugen hype Get on the Mugen hype train. It's coming. <sighs> All right. I yeah. Look, I will watch it because apparently there are ex, is extra material. Yeah. Look, I, I watched. Film. I watched the the extra material one. It's definitely a filler episode. Like no question. Like it's, it's straight up throughout the whole thing. They've got anime. They, they are like I said. They're trans, they're, they're doing their A pluses and B minuses. They're, yeah. they're actually transitioning yeah. out the class, which eighty six doesn't do very look. well. So yeah. I mean, anything else you guys are, want to tell people to watch or um, you are watching? If you really want to get sad, just watch like Baruto this one episode. Oh, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yes, that was that, sad. That's all. That was the most weird thing I've ever said on this podcast. Um, yes. But if you know, you know. Nostalgia. If you bloody when know, you know. When you know, you know. So if you want to see a, a character death on Baruto, just look that up. Which is a bad show. But, but that moment it's well done hits you in the and feels. really sad. The fights have been good, though. Yeah, honestly. Fights have been I look, Okay, I look up Baruto when I want to know what my, my OG crew are doing, you know. <laughs> I'm like, what up, gang? Yeah, but it's a bit like, like watching hey, Modern teams. Simpsons, you know what I mean? You're like, it's yeah. the same, but it's not, so, and it's yeah. kind of yeah. different. Like, ah. But this was sad and good. Yeah, so, look, that was a nice bit I'm of I'm being very cagey, but. Yeah, but yes. I can't think of anything else, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it I'm waiting for Black Clover to come back because I'm a convert. Hey, you are, aren't you? Ross got you all Ross got me good and, like, yeah. I don't know. Why not? That's got my shonen kick. Like, I need like. Yeah, well, Demon Slayer is about to kick it off as well once it gets yeah, that, that's into the true. second season. And don't Jujutsu worry. Kaisen film. Which of course. About, coming prequel. out December 24th, I believe. Yeah. It's a prequel. Very cool. Yeah. And yeah, and then of course Attack on Titan season two will be coming out. So season four, part two will be coming out very soon. That's going to be interesting. So anyway. <laughs> we ruined it at the start of the episode. Look, I've been, I've been saying it for a while, but like. I know, yeah. I look, the front half of it will be amazing. Yeah. How they. How it ends. Anyway, you never know. You never know. And I'll be, we'll, we'll have an in depth conversation about that because I, if you go back and listen to the early parts of this podcast, I'm oh my God, it's so funny. talking I about how much wait. I love it. And, you know, I still do so in many ways, but you can't that- take away the first four and a half. You can't do that. Yeah. It's amazing. It's just, 
Ten Tree Hardens. Um, anyway, check it out. Back. It's going to come out soon. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Season four. Great to have you guys back in the room. Yeah. Great to be on camera for the first time. And hopefully it looks decent. And, I'm very um, aware of how much I have not looked over here. That's right. <laughs> we've, got, good. we've got some cool things coming out this season too. Yeah. Some mm. cool guests. Sam hasn't mentioned any Undisputed Kings and I'm sorry for all the viewers. Oh, all the King there isn't one this season, you know. People love it. I know. You know, there isn't one this season. Is it the, the vampire show? Yeah. <laughs> Might be. That's the Undisputed King. <laughs> Undisputed King of Vampire Eurovision. In fairness, that probably king. is. It's, yeah. It is. I don't think it's yeah, ever no, look, I can't dispute that. Anyway. <laughs> I've got nothing to dispute with. Yeah. yeah, so thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Welcome back. And also, YouTube content about to come out too, so get ready for that. Well, they know. They're watching it. Well, uh, <laughs> other, on YouTube, other YouTube oh, content. Other YouTube content. Specific right, right, content right. for YouTube. Look Coming forward to soon. Sam's philosophical. Um, sorry, don't worry. Don't, I'm not. What's his I'm top not. ten list of kings? <laughs> <laughs> Who is the actual Who is the undisputed, undisputed king? king? That's well, we a have very a question. We need to have a tournament arc of kings. <laughs> Who's the undisputed king? Graham, that's a that's the best idea. That's actually that's a good idea. idea. In fact, I'm going to write that script tonight. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time. All the best. Bye.